So much for transitory inflation. It's here, it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, and prices are only going up. On today's show, we've got some ideas for you to fight back against inflation and still retire on time. Welcome in to Your Retirement with Sam Jules. Welcome to Your Retirement. It's uh, the dual financial strategy show that you always love here in the Fox Valley. I'm Chuck Caton, and this week we've got uh, Luke Van Abel uh, in studio with Sam and Andy on assignment. And we are ready to go because it's Your Retirement. They uh, always provide you with that retirement lifestyle review. And unfortunately, Luke, uh, given inflation, you you know that Canadian uh, rock group Nickelback, right? Maybe yeah. they'll be dime back <laughs> the way inflation's <laughs> going now uh, because it's going to be hard on retirees. And that's not funny, living on fixed or partially uh, fixed incomes here in the Fox Valley. So in, inflation's always an issue uh, for retirees. But uh, a 3% rate of inflation would cut your spending power in half over 24 years. Now, uh, that's what we've been living through. But with people living longer and a normal rate of inflation could be an issue, especially if it's around that 8% mark, which it is now. So uh, let's tackle some of the ways to deal with it here. Uh, uh, talk about investing for growth. Now, sometimes that's easier said than done, isn't it? It is, you know, especially because, you know, as we get closer to retirement, you know, our mind's starting to shift towards, you know, how do we get a little bit safer? And when we hear growth, we just hear, um, you know, taking more risk. So even in more normal periods, like you were talking about, Chuck, with inflation, it's generally recommended that retirees or those nearing retirement invest a portion and that being kind of the key here of their retirement portfolio in growth um, inflation is always an issue for retirees and not investing some of your por- your portfolio to stay ahead of inflation you know having a chance to actually beat inflation with those stocks can put you at risk of running out of money in retirement so the key really is to devise an investing strategy that is solid with a mixture of not just all risky you know stocks but having a mixture of lower risk investments as well to allow you to stay ahead of the inflation during this pivotal time. Absolutely. And let me give you some stats here, ladies and gentlemen, because the yearly rate of U.S. inflation, big deal, fell to 8.3% last month, in the month of April, from 8.5%. Well, at least it's going in the right direction, but it's the first decline in eight months. But the upward pressure on prices is unlikely to uh, ease fast enough to give uh, all of us much relief anytime soon. Hopefully we get through this in the next few uh months, but uh, there's a new Gallup poll that shows more Americans are growing more worried about their finances, especially as they approach uh, retirement, as Lillian Rue reports. Americans are more likely today than they were a year ago to report being very or moderately worried about finances, according to a new Gallup poll out. Nearly two-thirds of those surveyed are concerned about having enough money for retirement. More than half are worried about maintaining their standard of living, and 40% are stressed about paying monthly bills, up from 32% last year. The findings reverse the improvement seen last year. And that's Lillian Wu. And so, uh, Luke, uh, those are the numbers. Uh, but the big question is, what can we do about it right now? now uh, is one of the strategies to delay claiming social security i think that's a double-edged sword it is a double-edged sword but you know chuck those numbers are staggering i mean four in ten people are stressed out about paying their bills so it begs the question you know what else can be done um to help combat help combat some of this um and and one of the ways that this can be done is delaying the social security because um if you haven't claimed your benefits yet um waiting to take your social security will help grow your payment over time and each year you wait to claim 
over and above the full retirement age, which for many of you now will be in the neighborhood of 67 years old, you're receiving an 8% increase annually by waiting. Uh, prior to full retirement age, you're looking at like 6 7% every year. And in this environment where we can't go out and really safely get any rate of return, to have 6 to 8% in guaranteed return on our money, that's a pretty good deal. So that, that's one for the pro column for waiting to take Social Security. And waiting until the maximum claiming age of 70 will result in a 24% increase in your benefit versus claiming at that full retirement age of 67. And keep in mind that the earliest you can claim is age 62, uh, but your benefits will be reduced by 35% if you start to claim that early yeah it's a it's just a balancing act i think you'd have to say right look because you got to bet on yourself to live long enough and uh, you want to do that if you're going to wait till 70 but some people say you know i want that money right now because uh, uh, the dollars are getting less and less valuable as years go on with inflation the way it is so uh, it's a it's a tough decision but it's an individualist uh, decision for our listeners and of course uh, dual financial strategies can help you with that what about having a plan for health care expenses Oh, this is a critical area. I mean, we see numbers and survey results coming out all the time. And there was one done last year, Chuck, where the cost of retirement for a married couple age 65 right now, Fidelity Investments established that uh, this hypothetical couple would need $300,000 to cover the cost of their health care and retirement. This breaks down to just over $150,000 for a woman and just under $150,000 for a man. So over time, the cost of health care here for retirees is, is, is far outpacing inflation. So when this is our concern, we're seeing this, this outpace it. It's important though for those saving for retirement to take these costs into account as they prepare their retirement plan uh, because three, this $300,000 that doesn't include any long-term care this is just for like hospital stuff yeah. so this is a big area that we also need to include in a retirement plan absolutely everything that you need to think about and dual financial strategies can help you with that with the retirement lifestyle review and I'll give you the number right now it's 866-203-7486 866-203-7486 203-7486, and you can reach uh, Luke or Sam or, or Andy and uh, get that uh, no-cost, no-obligation retirement lifestyle review so you can contemplate all of this, prepare for all of this, because we're trying to get you ready for retirement. And if you're eligible, and uh, maybe you can go over the eligibility uh, constraints here, uh, because there are some uh, with um, health savings accounts here, uh, Luke. You can open an HSA while you're still working, and that could be beneficial if uh, you want to and if you qualify. Correct. So we were just talking about healthcare expenses being in excess of $300,000. And if you're out there thinking, well, gosh, Luke, what on earth can I do? Well, an HSA, if you qualify, and in order to qualify, you must have what's called a high yield deductible insurance plan, meaning for an individual, you'd have to come out of pocket for $1,400 in a given year or more. And as a family, two or more, $2,800 a year. So if you qualify and have that type of plan, then you can contribute to what's called an HSA or a health savings account. Now, the benefit for these is is vast and, and goes beyond what most people even understand. But the, the, the high level overview is that an HSA will allow you to contribute to this account on a pre-tax basis. So you're not paying any taxes on the, the amount that's going in. 
then it's growing tax deferred. And it used to be that, you know, you just had to plug this into basically a savings account, but now this can be invested, which you want to do appropriately, especially if we need this to be there for healthcare costs. And on the flip side, it also, the withdrawals, if they're used for qualifying medical expenses, they can be taken out tax-free. Folks, this is what we call triple tax advantage, right? This is better than a Roth IRA because you're not paying taxes at any point throughout this this transaction if it's used for qualifying medical expenses. Absolutely, so, yeah. So, and the other thing to keep in mind is that as we age, as we get, you know, into the, our retirement years, you know, these the extra money that's inside of there can be used for Medicare premiums, deductibles, cost to cover Medicare and retirement. So there's a lot of flexibility, but these accounts are very different than like the FSA or a flexible spending account. Um, the distinction there is that with the flexible spending account, you usually only have a defined period of time. You have a specific deadline where those funds have to be used. But the HSA, those um, contributions remain in that account for the rest of your life. So there's no deadline. That's your money. It can be used for whatever you want. And if for some reason you get down the road and you don't want to use that for um you know, you're, you're staying healthy and you want to use it to offset your retirement, you can do that and just pay some taxes to pull the money out. All right, we're talking to Luke Van Abel, and uh, here's what you can do to combat inflation if you're approaching retirement. And now, uh, I used to work in a restaurant. I used to collect tips, but we're talking about a different type of tip here. I like 20 to 25% for my uh, uh, people I was serving, but uh, what are tips and I bonds here? We, we deal in acronyms so much in the financial world. We do, and we want to make sense of it, and we want to uh, make it sort of common sense for you folks. So tips are yeah, not like Chuck was talking about in the, rep uh, in the restaurant when he was working there. It's a treasury inflation protected security. So these are essentially bonds issued by the Treasury Department whose interest rate adjusts at certain intervals throughout the year. So they actually do this at two different times throughout the year, and they will adjust the interest rates based on the, what's called the consumer price index. So as things are getting more expensive out there, which we're all seeing at the pump and at the grocery store, these rates will adjust. So the rate on new I-bonds right now and up until October of 2022 is actually 9.62%. So this can be a great way to help offset some of the inflation that we're seeing. There are limitations on the amount of money that you can put into these. Um, you're limited to like $10,000 a person. And you do want to go, uh, you have to go directly to the Treasury Direct site in order to do this on your own. Okay, and we'll uh, wrap it up very quickly here. Uh, what about the philosophy we want to downsize? Uh, is it better to rent than to own your place uh, in retirement in inflationary times? It's, it, you know, it's so hard to say, but uh, one of the, this is one of the big common retirement decisions concerning, you know, what to do about housing. You know, should we downside? Should we not? There's pros and cons to both. You know, the, the thing I'm looking at right now in, in the environment we're in, especially here in the Fox Valley, and I know many other places, is that by owning real estate, even if you were to downsize, you know, you received a 20% increase in the value of your home over the last year. So that's a neat way to offset some inflation not that you can necessarily spend that but you're also not you know paying all this money for something that you know you don't have any equity in either as long as you're still healthy you maybe can enjoy some of the upkeep or i think that's why condos and things like that have become so much more popular because you can still own but not have to take 
the responsibility of all those outside snow removal and grass cutting type activities. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm getting too old for that myself. Well, one thing that you're not too old for is to make that phone call right now uh, to Luke uh, or to Andy or to Sam at Dual Financial Strategies, and you'll get that retirement lifestyle review at no cost, no obligation. And uh, that number to make the appointment, whether you're listening to us in Green Bay, Appleton, anywhere in the Fox Valley, it's 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And remember, uh, as Sam always says, purpose determines placement. He's got a book that uh, is in its second printing. Uh, you'll get a copy of that, too, and uh, read all about uh, how you can maximize your retirement portfolio and live comfortably in retirement by giving uh, Dual Financial Strategies a call with their over 20 years of experience in this realm, 866-203-7486. Luke, what's coming up next? There are still a lot of questions about crypto and using it in your retirement plan. When we come back, we'll tackle some frequently asked questions about crypto in your 401k or IRA, and if it's even possible. The bigger question is, should you? And we are back on Your Retirement. Thanks very much for joining us once again. I'm Chuck Caton with Luke Van Abel. As Sam and Andy are on uh, assignment this week, and so we're talking uh, retirement with you uh, because it is about your retirement. Uh, dual Financial Strategies, 866-203-7486, the telephone number. And now we're going to get a little cryptic in our messaging in this segment. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll uh, bid on uh, financial giant Fidelity, which announced earlier this year that they're going to let workers invest up to 20% of their 401k contributions, uh, people that uh, work for Fidelity, directly into Bitcoin. So uh, it's going to go into their main menu, and they're the first uh, company that I think that we uh, have discovered uh, to offer crypto, but they certainly uh, won't be the last. I think others will follow suit. So, uh, Luke, you're going to dig into some of the frequently asked questions about crypto in your retirement plan. Now, I'm completely clueless with crypto, so how do I fold crypto into my retirement plan would be somebody uh, out there listening that may have that question. Yeah, so self-directed IRAs, solo 401ks, plans that are most con are some of the most convenient ways to purchase crypto in a retirement account. There's numerous different custodians or areas that you can go to to hold crypto inside of a retirement plan. So some of those are Bitcoin IRA, Bit IRA, iTrust Capital, um, and IRA Financial are among uh, and there's many others, but they offer crypto-backed IRA, so where you can invest your portion of your IRA in crypto. Um, nevertheless, retirement account giant Fidelity, as Chuck was just talking about, has made it possible for workers to put up to 20% of their 401k savings into Bitcoin, all from the account's main investment menu. And the important thing here is regardless of the exact plan or where you choose to do this, the self-trading area of the platform allows you to trade digital assets inside of your self-directed IRA 
once your account is funded. Well, I'll tell you what, it seems like a volatile thing, and we'll talk about this in a a couple of minutes from now, uh, about how much you should go into uh, this, because we've seen it go 60,000 down to 30,000. We we see Mm -hmm. the more tremendous volatility of this, just as we've seen in the market in general. But uh, I think before we do anything, we've got to do our research here and find out what coins should we choose if we choose to put it into a retirement plan. Yeah, and that, you know, it's true just like equities, just like bonds. We want to do our research ahead of time to understand what are the areas that we can go to. And a lot of the crypto experts prefer the more established coins. You know, think of established companies that have been around for a long time. So Bitcoin and Ethereum are the two sort of big players in the space. And so they have historically been um, more, more stable, more established relative to the rest of the crypto market. I mean, you know, Chuck was just quoting prices of Bitcoin and, you know, we've seen some very large swings within this. So we still have to keep in mind that, you know, Bitcoin late last year was $65,000 each. And as of early 2022, closer to 31,000. And it's starting to make a little bit of headway in May towards 39,000. We've seen it move off of there as well. So, um, you do want to understand and there's a lot of different crypto out there and we're going to talk more about some things to look out for but you want to be careful with the areas that you're going to if you're going to start to to use this asset class if you will yeah there used to be the old axiom the old uh, phrase shave and a haircut two bits i don't know if they were talking about that because two bits uh, is a trivia question some of our people can answer that but the answer is it was 25 cents for a haircut and a shave. But Bitcoin, a a little bit different. Uh, You know the old song, shave and a haircut, two bits. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, that leads us to how much we should invest. We talked about this earlier. So what do you think? Uh, What percentage of your portfolio, if you're going to delve into Bitcoin, uh, should you invest uh, for retirement? Well, I think there's just... You know, I think there's being smart about anything that we're allocating into where we don't want to hold any more... um, you know, we don't want to overweight any one area to to protect ourselves. So according to a, a Yale study back in 2019, they were recommending in the neighborhood of four to six percent of your portfolio to be in cryptocurrency. Um, but this includes, you know, being well diversified between many different types, others, financial advisors, CFPs, other money experts increasingly recommend a crypto asset class of 5% or less. So some investors, however, will be, you know, depending on your age, you know, could go a little bit higher. You know, if you're younger, maybe you're just getting started. You've got a longer time horizon. But for our audience out there, that's, you know, knocking on retirement's door, thinking about retirement. I don't know that now's the time to roll the dice and take 10% of what you have and put it into this volatile of an asset because ultimately your your appetite for risk should be driving how much um, and you want to keep the the percentage on the lower end the closer you get into retirement yeah we're talking to luke van abel about uh, how bitcoin may uh, fit into your retirement portfolio because it is something new something borrowed something blue but uh, you want to get information about this and get some advice uh, from dual financial strategies and uh, sam andy or luke 
give us a call. It's 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 because it's all about your retirement and there's a lot of different ways you can expand and uh, to diversify your portfolio, I suppose you'd say, Luke. So uh, here's the naivete question of the day. Some of our listeners may be asking, if I make money on crypto trades, do I really have to pay taxes? <laughs> well, the short answer here, Chuck, is yes. Um, it also depends on where this money is being invested. So we talked in the earlier part of this segment about, you know, um, Fidelity opening up the door to qualified accounts being able to trade in crypto. And of course, as our 401ks, as our IRAs grow, we're not paying taxes at that time until we take a distribution. But a lot of people aren't investing their IRAs and their 401ks right now because we're still waiting on more regulation to come. However, if we're using non-IRA accounts, then um, whether you purchase, sold, or exchange these cryptocurrencies, these need to be reported. So that's going to become a taxable event just like buying a stock and then selling it at some point and you know you you realize a gain well now we've got to report that um, if you didn't sell or exchange your crypto for another type you don't need to report this on your tax return you also don't need to report buying and holding just like you wouldn't need to report you know buying a stock and holding it for 10 or 15 years um, so we just need to realize that outside of the IRAs this is a taxable event, and we want to report that on our taxes so that we stay above board and avoid going to jail. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. And I, I want to ask you if you're aware of any other companies besides Fidelity that are going to be offering this uh, to employees uh, for some of our listeners. In any uh, areas in the Fox Valley, do you know that they uh, have they offered any crypto uh, for their retirement portfolios that you know of? I have not. I mean, Fidelity, I have not heard of any others. Um, Fidelity is really on the cutting edge here. And as I mentioned in this segment, we're expecting, and I think most people are looking forward to additional regulation in this space, because then there'll be additional adoption. Other company plans will follow suit. The big institutions will allow this to be be done within their portfolios or their accounts as well and of course as you said earlier be ready for regulate government regulation <laughs> on this right. type of thing as well uh, it, it's true all right so let's wrap this segment up by uh, uh, delineating some things that may be common sense to uh, some of our listeners but what are those risks of investing in crypto well investors in crypto should be aware that there is almost no protection for them so um, these digital currencies are a concern. There's, they're highly volatile. They're hype-driven. There's a lot of emotion because this market, folks, trades 24-7. I mean, there's no market close. I mean, you could wake up at 2 in the morning and, and trade crypt cryptocurrency if you wanted to. Um, specifically, there are other valuation concerns, and prices can dramatically change quickly. There was a cryptocurrency last month that was valued at $110 per share and today it's basically zero so um, in addition to the market swings you also want to watch out for crypto scams um, this should be on your radar this whole pump and dump where people are promoting you know a crypto and then um, watching the price drive up and then getting out before you know they're affected and they're taking their profits while you're left holding the bag and there's also you know concerns around criminal activity including theft you know we've seen cryptocurrency being stolen i mean there's millions of dollars out here 
billions and trillions of dollars out in cryptocurrency. So there's other people that are looking to take shortcuts to um, take advantage of people. Well, that's great. Yeah, I want the good old dollar bill. I want to feel that in my wallet. I don't know about this crypto stuff. But anyway, uh, I know you have an offer for our listeners uh, where you can help uh, people in retirement, whether there's crypto or no crypto. Right. And we are here, folks, for over 20 years. Our What we have done is helped people in or near retirement navigate whether it's inflation whether it's should crypto be a part of your portfolio we are here to address whatever concerns you have Um, the time when you come into our office to talk through uh, what we call our retirement lifestyle review um, that is your time so whatever you want to go over whatever you want to talk about we'll be there we'll be listening to help point you in the right direction so you can ultimately reach your goals for retirement and not run out of money absolutely and so take them up on it Uh, dual financial strategies listen to what luke has to say because it's at no cost no obligation uh, when you sit down and get that retirement lifestyle review just sit down spend an hour hour and a half with luke or andy or sam at uh, 866-203-7486 that's the way you can uh, reach them to make that appointment anywhere in the fox Valley uh, because they're independent. Uh, They are not going to be pushing products on you. They're going to be telling you how you can best maximize your retirement portfolio so you can leave that comfortable life uh, that you want to lead. 866-203-7486. That's the phone number uh, to get that retirement lifestyle review from Dual Financial Strategies. They have over a score of years of experience uh, in the financial realm and in the retirement realm, and they want to be your retirement coaches. 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. Six. We've got to take a break, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, something that is very, very interesting to everybody. Right, Luke? We are. We live life in stages, and one of the last frontiers most of us will experience is going into retirement. With some solid planning and attention to detail, the road to retirement should be smooth. We're back here for Dual Financial Strategies. Chuck Caton here along with Luke Van Abel of Dual Financial Strategies on this program called Your Retirement. Sam Dual, Andy Schooler are on assignment this week, but Luke is uh, holding down the fort and uh, he is ready to uh, take your phone calls here at 866-203-7486 so you can make a no-cost, no-obligation appointment to discuss your retirement because getting to retirement can be challenging. Uh, And in this segment, Luke's going to dig in to see what uh, the various stages are and how uh, we can effectively deal with uh, those stages in life. And I guess when we're talking to some of our listeners, they may be in their 50s right now. They're looking on the horizon. They they have a target date, uh, whether it's forced or whether it's going to be voluntary from their point of when they're going to retire at what age. But so when you're in those pre-retirement years, Luke, uh, when we call the retirement red zone, maybe five to seven years before retirement, I think this is planning time. This is the time to be thinking ahead so you can be ahead in retirement. So what are some of the factors in pre-retirement that we should be considering? Yeah, during these working years, these final working years, um, retirement can appear to be both oncoming burden and a distant paradise, but workers know this stage of their life is coming and you need to start doing everything you can. So, um, you know, making sure that, you know, you have a plan in place for 
health care. You have a plan in place for where is your income going to come from when you retire. Um, starting to plan for are you on track in this retirement red zone that we're talking about where, yeah, you're maybe in that three to seven year window of time before you're thinking you're going to retire. Can you retire? Do you have the assets? Are you going to have the income that you need to not run out of money? Because something that we say all the time is, you know, retiring is easy. It's the staying retired that can be really challenging. So that's what you're planning for. You're planning for not running out of money when you're in your 70s. Yeah, you're right. Uh, And we're going to tackle that a little bit later on in this segment about what it's going to be like, because boredom could set in. You could have an early uh, good feeling of euphoria uh, as you are retiring. But when the big day approaches, uh, sometimes you have to pinch yourself and say, boy, that, that happened fast. And if you're in a voluntary situation where you're just ready to quit your job and ready to retire at whatever age it is, that big day is key. Yeah, the big day is key. I mean, that's the the day we are all looking forward to as we're working, Um, kind of like a wedding day. There's anticipation of that day. But then beyond the big day, you know, comes the additional work in a marriage and in retirement comes a whole bunch of other different phases. So, you know, enjoy the day, enjoy the handshakes, enjoy the farewells. But then you have to realize that more is coming after that that we need to plan and prepare for absolutely and and with that big day in retirement it kind of was uh circumvented it was kind of short-circuited in some ways uh, with, with some of your responsibilities around the house because you had a lot of time during covid to get a lot of things done so you may not have a lot of honey-do list uh, type things going on uh, once you retire, but there will be that honeymoon phase, I think, that you say to yourself, boy, now what am I going to do with all this time? Well, I want to play golf or tennis. I want to travel. I want to do this or that. This is the honeymoon period uh, early, uh, and it takes some adjustment both uh, mentally and physically, doesn't it, Luke? It does, because once that retirement celebration is over, there's often a period of time where retirees get to do all that they wanted to do. They're starting to travel. They're starting to golf. They're starting to get into those hobbies. But this phase has um, no set time frame. I mean, it will depend on largely on, you know, your activity level. Your health is a big factor in determining how long you'll be able to sort of go-go, right? The kind of the go-go years where early on you're just wanting to go and do and accomplish those things that you've worked hard for. Yeah, it's true because the first couple of years you want to visit relatives, you want to do things that uh, you're physically able to do, even if it's mowing the lawn or pulling weeds or doing painting the house. I mean, if you want to be that ambitious, I suppose. But that uh, honeymoon phase could be followed very quickly in some cases, depending on the person. Uh, with a little bit of disenchantment. Uh, So you're saying to yourself, oh, I got all this time. I've done some of these things that I want to do. Now I'm tired of it. Maybe I want to go back to work again. So is this all there is when it comes to retirement? The disenchantment phase. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, yeah, there can be some disappointment because you realize, oh, wait, this isn't a permanent vacation. Maybe there is a honeydew list that is starting to accumulate. And I think from an emotional standpoint, you know, it can bring about some loneliness, some boredom, because, you know, at least when we were working, we had a sense of purpose. We had a sense for, you know, looking forward to maybe working with coworkers, relationships. And now we can feel a little bit more isolated. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, different people go through this in in different phases in different ways, but uh, I wonder how you get yourself out of that feeling. I guess you got to keep yourself active at some point, right? 
I think so. I think, um, you know, people, some people will choose to go back to work part time. Uh, some people will choose to step up and, you know, be more involved with the grandkids, which I think is neat. And maybe even volunteer. I mean, maybe there's been a passionate area for you, whether it's church or another charity where, um, you know, you've, you've just had a passion for whether it's, maybe it's animals. Um, and you just want to go volunteer your time to, um, you know, not be just living in your own isolated world anymore. Yeah, we're talking about the challenges of getting into retirement. And if you are coming into that retirement red zone yourself, you're in your mid-50s, early 60s, and now uh, see the end of work, uh, whatever you do in life uh, ending, it's on the horizon. Uh, give Luke Van Abel a call uh, with Dual Financial Strategies. It's 866-203-7486. You'll get that no-cost, no-obligation appointment with them to discuss all of those different uh, mental and physical uh, feelings that you're going to have in anticipation of your retirement. And sometimes it's uh, all about reorienting yourself to build a new identity. I think you touched on it. Maybe you want to go back to work again. Maybe you want to have other purposes in life. But you have to ask that rhetorical question, don't you, Luke, of who am I now? Uh, what do I want to do here with all of this time after you've gone through that disenchantment phase? Yeah, those are some really important questions to ask yourself because you know, you're going to, you're going to reach a point and folks, and we're talking about this, these phases, we're blowing through them really quick. Like they're happening right away, but you know, it, this, this new phase could take a year. I mean, yeah. this whole process could take a year where you are going through that honeymoon phase, disenchantment, and then getting reorientated and asking yourself, just like Chuck was talking about, who am I now? What's, what's my purpose at this point? Am I still useful? <laughs> you know, does society see me as useful anymore? So answering these questions um, can be really helpful, you know, sitting down with a spouse to, to go through this um, and, and really starting to pursue new things. It's a new chapter of your life and you have a, a new slate to to do that from yeah you can actually i was just thinking while you were talking luke about this and uh, i was thinking about different uh, odd jobs you could do in retirement that uh, really could help society i know when my mother uh, ended up uh, we lost our dad and she was still in her 60s she still wanted to work so she was a walmart greeter uh, hmm. at a place called myers uh, thrifty acres in in michigan so yeah, you know, you you just you interact with people. That that that's the biggest thing. I think with building a new identity, you just have to have people around. You can't be just sitting in uh, uh, your house uh, all alone. Uh, that doesn't do you any good. No, no. I mean, and there's so many other people out there. Maybe it's mentorship. I know a guy that he's getting close to retirement now, and um, he's been in business for many years, and he he works with local high school students, um, you know, to kind of support the, the college career planning path um, to just counsel people and to do life with some of these young people that have so many questions I think that we all did and just confused about the direction going forward so he's just giving back his time to help kind of speak into these teens life before they move on to their next stage absolutely so speaking of moving on as we wrap this segment off get into a routine get uh, as uh, Luke says uh, into uh, doing something that you love as an avocation and not necessarily you have to get paid and move on because uh, give yourself a daily schedule because when you are idle that's when problems happen it is and we've found too that people you know some people make this transition easier others don't um, we had a, a client that you know she retired and 
we're like, how's retirement going? And she is like, I am so busy now. She's like, I don't even know how I worked before. Um, so there's, there's opportunity out there to move past some of these challenges and, and get involved to stay up on, you know, what's going on in your community, what's going on around you, um, what's going on with the people that you care most about. Absolutely. So, Luke, uh, what can you do for our listeners? What can dual financial strategies do for people who are looking ahead toward retirement? Well, if you're looking forward to retirement and you're wondering, you know, how are you going to navigate these phases? What's retirement going to be like? Um, after you've finally called it quits, give us a call. Come in for a no obligation, second opinion on what you're doing. Let us help you navigate these different stages. Let us help you navigate, um, you know, all the concerns that you have surrounding retirement and go through our retirement lifestyle process. And we will um, listen to your concerns and help you put a plan in place so that you not only don't run out of money, but also can accomplish the most that you would like to out of these retirement years. Because remember, this is a 20 to 30 year proposition now. I mean, this is a third of your life. So it's not like you're going to retire and just pass away like many years ago was was more the life expectancy time frame. So the retirement can make up a significant portion of your remaining years and how are we going to use them wisely absolutely and as luke says it's all about quality and they can help you with that quality in retirement with that retirement lifestyle review give them a call at dual financial strategies at 866-203-7486 once again 866-203-7486 get that retirement lifestyle review might get a copy of uh, sam's book purpose determines placement because that's what it's all about so visit with sam dual andy schooler or luke van abel at dual financial strategies they've got over 20 years of experience in this realm anywhere in the fox valley that you're listening to us uh, please give us a call and it's again at no cost no obligation just sit there maybe you want as luke said a second opinion and uh, you're not um, that keen on where you're going right now with your current advisor uh, they will set you in the right direction at least assess your situation and uh, see if they can help you as well 866-203 7486 is the number. That's 866-203-7486. Luke, a fast-moving show, and now uh, you better sharpen the pencil, sharpen the mind, which I know you always do, to answer questions in the next segment, right? Yes. Listeners have questions. We have answers. That and more when we come right back. This is your retirement. Chuck Caton here. Luke Van Abel is uh, in our studio for Dual Financial Strategies. Sam Dual, Andy Schooler uh, are out on assignment, and uh, they are part of that wonderful Dual Financial Strategies uh, uh, independent uh, financial advisors. And uh, again, it's 866-203-7486. And Luke's in studio, and he's got... Uh, uh, it's not a burden, but a responsibility to answer questions hey, here. Uh, and you're not going to get any help from the audience. I don't know where Sam or Andy are, but uh, they're they're not going to be uh, uh, kind of whispering in your ear any of these answers, right? You're going to get no. these right from the heart, right? Okay. That's exactly right. <laughs> right. So let's go to Swamico. And uh, Ben is there, and he says, I'm inheriting a small IRA this year. Can I wait uh, until the 10th year after the death of my father to take the full distribution? Or do I have to follow the required minimum distribution schedule and take out some every year for the 10 years? This is a question that I think a lot of people will have, uh, Luke. What do you think? 
Yeah, it is a question that more and more people are going to have as they realize that the rules have changed for um, how you inherit money. Uh, first off, Ben, sorry for the loss of your father. Uh, that has to be really challenging. Um, but you um, do have the option of waiting until the 10th year to take out the whole amount of your required distribution or exhausting the whole value of the account. You don't have to take a small portion out every year. Um, since the Secure Act went into place back in January 1st of 2020, anybody who passes away after that has to follow these new rules where you have to exhaust the value of these IRAs within a 10-year period of time, but you don't have to take out a required distribution leading up to that. You you could. You could take it out in equal tenths, um, but as l the only thing that they care about is that all the value of the account is exhausted by the 10th year. Absolutely. And uh, again, the old rule used to be uh, that if you inherited that money, you had your lifetime, your life expectancy to uh, uh, end up uh, dividing it up and paying the taxes on it uh, once you had inherited that. But now uh, Uncle Sam wants the uh, the money over uh, 10 years, or at least by yeah, the 10-year. Yeah. Right. You're right, Chuck. I mean, you could you could take those draws out over your lifetime. And if and if you didn't exhaust the value by the time you passed away, in this case, Ben, then you could pass it on to to your heirs. Yeah. So that was that was the whole point of the stretch. You're stretching it out over a really long time. But that whole provision is gone now. All right. Let's go to Appleton now. Jimmy is there who is 62 years old, trying to manage what he has in stocks and uh, has been looking into annuities. Uh, this product sounds great because it's got uh, fixed funds, but I don't know much about them. So what are the pros and cons of annuities versus stocks? Great question, Jimmy. This is a common question that we get as people get closer to retirement um, because, you know, they, they realize that now they have alternative choices available in their investment tools. And I think it's important for you to understand, as well as our other listeners, that there's there's two major types of annuities. You mentioned the fixed component, but there's a fixed annuity and there's also a variable annuity. And the variable annuity has mutual funds as the underlying investment, um, not fixed. It's going to vary. You take on 100% of the market upside, 100% of the market downside. But the fixed annuity, there's a couple iterations of these where you have more protection built into these types of contracts. Um, and speaking of contracts, that'll lead me into you asked about what are some of the pros? What are some of the cons of these types of tools? Well, the first is you're going to agree to a time period. Um, you're going to be under contract for a length of time with an annuity, whether it's fixed, whether it's variable. Um, you're going to have maybe a con would be some inflationary risk, because if you're positioned in a fixed account where you can only make, you know, 3% in a given year and inflation is running at 8%, well, there's some risk there. Um, you're also going to have specifically with the a fixed annuity or the fixed indexed annuity where you are participating in some of the market upside but not participating in any of the downside you're going to have limited upside so you're not going to be able to gain or take on the full amount of whatever the uh, the market is returning so that could be a, a con if you want to look at it that way and the other one is limited liquidity 
So you will only have access to a portion of the funds that are invested inside of an annuity. Uh, you will not have access if you put $100,000 into one. You won't have access to 100% of those funds in a given time period. It's typically in the neighborhood of 10%, but it would depend on the uh, contract, the type of policy that's used. And the pros um, are, are there as well. And one of the biggest ones for a fixed annuity is the protection of your principal. So your principal's protected from day one. So if you invest $100,000 into an account like this, you cannot be credited with any sort of loss inside of them. Uh, these accounts can also be positioned for income for life. So it's kind of like a, a pension alternative. That could be an advantage as, as people get closer to retirement. You might be thinking about income and making up some of that income from your work. Th this is a tool that could be used for that. Um, and I did mention this before, but another pro would be market upside with zero downside. So the important piece here is if you're going to explore these, you want to look at what are some of the top options and understand the terms inside of the the policy or the contract um, well before you move forward. Okay, uh, we've got Chilton's George who wants to know, uh, I have to start taking my required minimum distributions this year. I've got three different IRAs, so should I take money from each account or take it all from one? George, great question. You are recognizing here the flexibility of being able to pull money from... You don't have to pull money from each individual IRA. You can pull it all from one if you'd like to. It's hard to know without seeing your specific accounts, your strategies, how they're positioned for me to say one way or another. Um, but I know some different strategy options are, you know, you could pull from the one that's lagging the most. Um, you could start to pull that value down, cover the required distributions for all the other accounts. Uh, the other option you'd have, and I would maybe in more of a, a bull market where things are starting to, to move up nicely, you know, starting to rake some of the cream off the top of one particular account that's doing really well could be another way to, to do that. But realizing that you do have the flexibility to pull from just one of those accounts if you want to is really powerful depending on what's going on in the market and how you're positioned. All right, Lauren is in De Pair and she says, if I'm no longer employed, can I roll over my 403B plan into an IRA or do a Roth conversion? Lauren, you can, yes. Once you are retired, once you're separated from a company, whether voluntary or involuntary, this is a great time to explore other options um, outside of the 403B plan. And once you've done that, now you can start to plan for, does a Roth conversion make sense? Um, how can we position that money so that it's tax favored now that you're not working? this could be a good time to do that and explore that option. The other thing I'll mention too is for other listeners, once you're 59 and a half years old, you can, you're eligible to start taking a distribution from your 401k or your 403b. You can also, in most cases, take what's called an in-service distribution where you're going to continue to work, continue to contribute, but you can take out a portion of those funds, slide them over into a more flexible IRA, the investment world opens up to you as far as your investment options, and it also opens up being able to do some Roth conversion at that time as well. All right, uh, let's go to Green Bay now. Ronald is there. He says, I'm self-employed, trying to save money for retirement. I'm 62, plan to retire at uh, 67. I make 40000 a year. I've got $150,000 in an IRA, and I contribute 6500 to it uh, every year. So what else can I do to save for retirement uh, without a 401k? 
Ronald, this is a great question for all the business owners out there, for all the self-employed people out there. Great job maxing out your IRA. But now that you've done that, you're wondering where else can we put money? Well, as a business owner, you have other unique IRAs that are available to you because you're not eligible for a traditional 401k plan with a company. Um, some of the top options that would be available would be something like a solo 401k. In order to qualify for one of those, you have to be um, the business. You, you said you're, you're self-employed, so it has to be just you or you and a spouse in order to qualify. And you can put up to $61,000 a year into that or 25% of your contribution. If, uh, if you start to take on employees, there's SEP IRAs that can be used or simple IRAs. The important thing here for this conversation is you do have other ways that you can contribute to your retirement with much higher limits. So if you've got more questions on that or other business owners have questions on that, please reach out and we'd be happy to walk you through some of your options. All right, we've run out of time, but Luke, uh, very quickly, what can we do for our listeners? Folks, we appreciate you uh, taking a listen this week again. And if you would like to come in for that retirement lifestyle review, please reach out. Chuck will give you the information. We'd love to sit down and have a discussion with you. Absolutely. And that number is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 for uh, uh, Luke or Sam or Andy to help you for that retirement lifestyle review. And always remember, this is at no cost no obligation to you. You sit down for about an hour and a half, two hours to sit down, have a nice cup of coffee with Luke and uh, discuss your retirement plans for the future. And again, at no cost, no obligation. It's 866-203-7486. You'll get the complete retirement lifestyle review because it is your retirement. Once again, 866-203-7486. Well, Luke, it's been a wonderful show. What are your final thoughts for the week? Have a great weekend, folks. Look forward to seeing you soon. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies. 